Hey there, everybody. I'm Kathy Baker, and I am beginning a new series for my Bible study group called Women of Worth. We meet on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock at Christ United Methodist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And all you women in the area, I would love for you to join us there. We had 137 women last week, and 34 of those were first-time visitors. You're always welcomed and invited to join us for some deep Bible study and great Christian fellowship. I'm beginning this new series that I'm calling Living with Purpose in Your Body, Soul, and Spirit. So today I'm going to give you the overview and show how very important it is for us to be connected to the Holy Spirit through our own body, soul, and spirit. So let's dig right in. I'm talking today about a tripartite view and the Trinity. So in Christian theology, a tripartite view, it holds that human, humankind is composed of three distinct components, the body, the soul, and the spirit. That word tripartite, tri means three, and partitus comes from the Latin, and it means divided. So three divisions. Now I want us to look at the biblical view of a tripartite characteristic. We find it in the Trinity. It's God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit who serves as the advocate and counselor. So the Trinity, or the tripartite being, created us in His likeness. Genesis 2 verse 7 tells us that God formed us into a body and breathed His Holy Spirit into us, and then we became a living soul. It reads, Then the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 13, it illustrates three parts of the Trinity. It says, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit will be with all of you. So, this, another way of saying this is, it refers to the Godhead, and it refers to the mind of God and the body of Jesus, and the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Well, the mind of God is that Creator of heaven and earth. God, the Creator, made us in His own image, as we read in Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. Male and female, He created them. And then Jesus lived on this earth and is the body. Jesus, the Son, is the one who came to redeem us. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. And then the third part, the Holy Spirit, is the risen Christ living within us who gives us our spirit. We read in John 1 verse 12, The Holy Spirit lives within us to empower us. Yet to all who received Him, to those who believed in His name, He gave the right to become children of God. So through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, 
Christ lives in our hearts. And further scripture supports this view. Ephesians 3 verse 16 says, Christ may settle down and be at home in your hearts by faith. Jesus taught that. Jesus taught his disciples to love him and to obey him so that the Father, God the Father, would be home with them. John 14, 23 says, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. We are marvelously created, designed by God. He made us in a way that all of our body systems work together in unimaginable and intricate ways. Our soul, our spirit, our mind, and our body are all connected and work perfectly together according to His design. You know, we see uh, that the, the body, the soul, and the spirit are connected, and it's so biblical as this tripartite being. I love this verse, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes to us. So see all that beautiful scripture that shows us that we are all the three parts in our being, and that is uh, replicating what we find in God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So they're all interconnected. If any one of the three is out of alignment, then the other two are going to suffer. But when we are aligned in all three areas, we find some wholeness and some peace that Christ wants us to have. And we find fulfillment in our relationships. So let's take a look at this as we first of all look at the body. The body is the way we function in the world. It, it is the best picture of the human soul. It, it is by our body that we function, and it's comprised of all these things, organs, cells, which consist of protein, carbohydrates, and fats. Uh, our body contains our nervous system with nerves and the brain, and it's through our bodies that we connect to the physical world through our five senses, our sight, smell, hearing, taste, and touch. God intricately designed each sense organ to transmit information to our brain. Our five senses help us to understand and notice what's happening in our world. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So we want to honor God in our senses, what we see, smell, hear, taste, and touch. And then our bodies are going to need rest and movement and nutrition in order to function properly. So here are some questions to ask to see if your body is in alignment with the way God created it and, and, and then connected to the Holy Spirit. First of all, ask, am I using my five senses to glorify God? Number two, am I taking care of my body with good nutrition, daily exercise, and adequate rest? And number three, what changes do I need to make in order to live an optimal life?
Now, that's the body in essence. I'm going to show you in a minute a little bit more about the body and its tendency to lead us out of alignment to the Holy Spirit. First of all, let's look at what the soul means. It's our soul that gives us a personality. It helps us to live in relationship with God, with people, and with ourselves. Our soul likely has three components, our mind, our will, and our emotions. Now, the mind and the body communicate constantly, so it's important to keep both healthy. Our minds are always busy and ready to learn new things. We want to make sure those new things are appropriate and connected to what God would have us to learn. Uh, so our mind has this conscious part and a subconscious part. In, in the conscious part of our mind, that's where we do our thinking and reasoning. The subconscious mind is where we hold our deep beliefs and our attitudes. It's where we have feeling and our emotions and retain, hold on to our memories. So we want to choose well in how we think and how we reason. Well, our will is a part of the soul, and it's what gives us the ability to make choices. God's way is a healthy way to use our will. A product of the activity of our mind is emotions. So now let's, let's think again here. We have the mind, we have the will, and we have emotions. What we think, <clears throat> feel, and choose, we experience in our emotions. Every thought has emotional information attached to it. This is an intrinsic part of being human. Emotions, let's keep this in mind, affect not only us, but they affect other people. Well, through a very complex way, our mind, our will, and our emotions are connected to the body through our endocrine, nervous, and immune systems. Here's what Dr. Herbert Benson said. The mind and body communicate constantly. What the mind thinks, perceives, and experiences is sent from our brain to the rest of our body. So we want to make sure that what we're thinking is appropriate to send to our body. The Apostle Paul was inspired by God to write in 3 John 1 verse 2, Behold, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That Greek word for soul is psyche. It refers to the core of our life, both physically and mentally, and includes our attitudes, our feelings, and our emotions. So that is the soul. All of those encompass what it means to have a soul. And these, this reminds us then that we need to keep that aspect of our lives healthy because it's going to bleed over into other parts of our body and our spirit. So ask yourself these questions. Am I keeping my mind charged with Christ-filled thoughts? To what degree is my will connected to God's will and His way? And number three, am I appropriately expressing my emotions? Now we've looked at the body and the soul. Let's look at the spirit. It is in our spirit we find meaning and purpose. Our spirit enables us to love ourselves, one another, 
and God. It's through our spirit that we have communion and fellowship with God. Our spirit gives us the intuition between right and wrong. And it is the Holy Spirit who speaks to us through our spirit and gives us this ability to choose well if we so align our will with that intuition. It's the Holy Spirit who speaks to us through our spirit to cause our soul and our body to act in alignment with Christ. So it's our spiritual health that is going to have a significant impact on our emotional health, which will have a significant impact on our physical health. Help. Are you following me here? This is really powerful stuff. It's biblical. And it's so important for us to grasp the three parts of our being and keep them in alignment. The interconnection between the spirit, the soul, and the body is complex. But this connection is very real. What is the key to the connection of the spirit to God's spirit? Well, it's it's connecting to God in these ways, through prayer, through Bible study, through worship, through discipleship, through fellowship, because those are the ways we get connected deeply with God's spirit and we can have a healthy spirit, which will affect our soul and our body. So ask yourself these questions. Am I devoting significant time each day to spiritual practices? Number two, is there balance in my worship, which would be hands up, and my ministry, which would be hands out? Number three, do I dwell in love and harmony with God, others, and self? And number four, what changes do I need to make in order to allow the Holy Spirit to guide my spirit so that it can guide my soul and body? Now, a balanced, connected mind, body, and spirit is essential to healthy living. Some people are really good at keeping their bodies in physical shape, but their souls may be malnourished because of what they're feeding their mind and because of their emotional life. And some people have really healthy minds, but are depraved in their spirit for lack of prayer and Bible study and worship. We need to be connected in all three areas in order to experience wholeness and peace that Christ desires for us. When we are guided with the Holy Spirit, we are going to see a positive, Christ-filled, healthy effect on our soul and body. So uh, let's look at what our goal would be. We want to open our lives to Christ and ask Him to control every part of our being. We can trust that when we do, the Holy Spirit is going to heal our brokenness and help us to move forward into a new life. I want us to see how the body-soul-spirit connection works and how it shouldn't work. First of all, is your body in alignment? The body, the shell, this natural carnal being that we are. The body seat wants its own way, and we are driven by our five senses. We are often our senses make a decision on what we're going to do, what we see, what we read, what we study, what we hear, what we touch. And our body is saying, if if I want it, 
I'm going to get it. I'm going to do whatever in order to get what I want. We make decisions often out of that bodily desire, a fleshly desire. That's a very reactive way to live. It's the way that animal lives. And this body, this house is going to die. It's going to give out at some point. And we don't want to be giving into unhealthy desires. So it will give out too early. Here's what Romans 12 verse 1 says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. We are in real trouble in our soul and spirit if we lead with our body. So, is your soul driving your alignment? Remember, the soul is our will, our mind, our emotions. It's our personality. The soul has the control valve of our tripartite being. It determines whether or not to allow our spirit to be, uh, have flow through the Holy Spirit. It determines whether or not to allow our spirit to pass through our soul to our body. It controls the nutrients, so to speak. Our own personal will determines whether we live in the flesh or in the spirit. Listen to this. God has control over everything in the universe but one thing, your own personal will. We hold the power to allow God to work through us. If your soul, your mind, and your will are shut off, you will not permit God's Spirit to touch your soul and body. We communicate with each other through our body and our soul. We physically communicate through our bodies. We can touch each other in both good and bad ways. We verbally communicate through our soul. We can use words in good ways or in bad ways. It's our choice. We've also learned that through our thought life and prayer life, we can affect not only our lives, but the lives of others. But here is the truth of life for the follower of Christ. God communicates with us through our spirit. So is your spirit driving your alignment? We're spirit beings. That part of us lives forever. Everyone has a spirit that will live on, as one preacher put it, either in the smoking section or the non-smoking section. James 2 verse 26 says, Our body without the spirit is dead. The Spirit is the life-giving part of us. God's Spirit connects to our spirit if the valve, the soul, permits it. Then our spirit moves through the soul and on to the body if the valve is open. The connection between our soul and spirit is really powerful. The only thing that can discern the split between the soul and the spirit is the Word of God. That is what we use to determine if we are in alignment or if we have made a separation, a split between our body 
soul, and spirit. Here's how I know that. It's in Hebrews 4, verse 12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. It is God's word that will take our sinful thoughts, habits, desires of the flesh, and expose them to us. The word of God is a mirror. It's a mirror to our body, our soul, our spirit that shows us our strengths and our weaknesses, our flaws. All of those sinful desires have deep roots, but the word of God is going to cut them off. The word is going to show us what is buried down in our heart, down in our non-conscious mind. And then it is through the working of the Holy Spirit that we can cut away at each of those weaknesses in our body, those fresh, fleshly desires we have. It can cut through the weaknesses in our will, which would be our mind and our emotions and our personality. It is through God's Holy Spirit working in us that we transform our lives. But if the valve is shut... We will not feel the presence and the power of His Spirit in us. You know, if you are meet, were meeting with us in person for this, I would ha you would see me have three women come up to the stage, and we are going to demonstrate how it looks to have the soul lead or the body lead and, and the spirit lead us in this alignment. So I want us to, to, for you to be thinking about that in your mind. Think about three women on a stage and one is labeled body, one is labeled soul, and one is labeled spirit. And so I would ask each of them, which one is going to lead today? And the one who is the body might say, oh, my senses are driving me. I want, I see this and I want it and I have to have it now and I'm taking the lead. And then the soul might say, oh, I have a stubborn will and I have some unhealthy thoughts and that is driving the day because I'm not giving those over to the soul, to the spirit. And then the spirit might say, Oh, but no, this is what I'm supposed to do because God's holy word tells me this is how to li live. And so we, we then would readjust and we would make sure that the spirit knows her role through God's spirit, that her spirit needs to be connected to the Holy Spirit. And, the, and she would say that, okay, I'm going to be working on my daily spiritual practices so that I can be a good leader of my body and my soul. Because if not, we're going to be out of alignment. And then that soul, that nasty soul is going to come in and is going to exert her personal will and feelings over, uh, over the rest of the spirit and the body. It may sound something like this. I just don't love him anymore. So I plan to leave him. Oh, I don't want to listen to any more of her talk. I'm going to turn a deaf ear and walk away from this conversation. I don't ever care to be around her anymore. And so it would say ugly and hurtful and mean-spirited things because the, the soul might be trying to lead. And so the spirit then will need to figure out, no, this can't go on in my life. I need to take charge and get my spirit connected back to God's Holy Spirit. 
Our God is a God of order and balance. We see that in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33. God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. So how do we get realigned the way God created us and purposed us to be? We have to make an adjustment. I go to a chiropractor to get my body adjusted. When I started going, my head wasn't on straight. And by that, I mean that my atlas was out of alignment. This caused me to have constant neck pain and my spine wasn't lined up. So I had lower back pain and one of my legs was shorter than the other. And now I get adjusted to stay in alignment. As a result, my body experienced great healing and I have felt better and I have seen the difference. Well, when our spiritual head is not on straight, we need a spiritual adjustment. The only way to do that is through God and His Word. God's Word is the mirror that shows us our true selves. This mirror tells us just what we are to do. We must have the knowledge and the understanding of God's Word, and then we need to apply it to our lives so that we can begin to think spiritually. When we do, our soul valve turns on and the flow begins. We learn to have the mind of God, to think like God thinks. We begin to make decisions that are spirit-filled. Our will is aligned with God's will. Our emotions are aligned with God. Our conscience is controlled by God's spirit and our body, God's temple, comes under His direction and we begin to make better choices about how our body functions. We turn then our senses over to God and our temple begins to be better under control. If the Holy Spirit is not leading, then there is an idol blocking the path. By this I mean anything we serve, love, desire, trust, fear, or worship apart from God is an idol. Is the idol in the body, which would mean your senses? Or are you not caring properly for your temple? Is the idol in the soul, in, in your mind or your will, emotions or personality? Or is your spirit not connecting with God's spirit? So how is your tripartite being lined up? Is the spirit always leading? The degree to which you allow the Spirit to lead your soul and body is the degree that you live in spiritual, emotional, and physical health. I've modified a line from the Gospel Transformation Workbook to explain the difference between leading with the Holy Spirit instead of leading with our self-serving idols. And it says this, like it's like the difference between drinking seawater and drinking fresh water. Salt water never quenches your thirst, while fresh water satisfies. Idols will always be salt water to a person's soul. Only Jesus is the living water that quenches our thirst. Let's be really mindful over the coming hours and days and weeks to let God's Spirit lead us in our spirit 
soul, and body. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you that we can come to you as a tripartite being. Thank you that we can go to you and ask you to guide us in every part of our being. Help us to give over our fleshly desires, our selfish desires to you. Help us to lead by the Spirit within us using your Holy Spirit to guide us in everything that we say, think, feel, and do. And we will give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much. I'll see you next week.